Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. What is going on in our motherfucking world? Uh, oh my goodness, y'all. It is when we are recording this. What is today, Mr. Kramer? I think it is the 28th. Yes, it's the 28th of March, 2020. We are recording this because we are in the thick of some crazy times and there is a lot of pressure around for humanity. And I noticed myself just as a little behind the scenes, y'all know I record my podcast in my car and I usually, when my, when my routine is a little bit more normal, I'm back and forth driving an hour to the office, dropping kids off at childcare, uh, driving to my, to my office, to the studio, driving back. So I spend a lot of time in my car. That's why I be talking to y'all in my car and I haven't been in my car much by myself. So we got homeboy, Mr. Hamish Kramer in the background. What's up? What up? Being my uh, Uber driver right now while we record this. Cause I'm like, shit, I need to get some, I need to get my podcast out. So we're trying to really work with our, our disrupted routine right now. So I'm sending you all love out there. Those of you that are working from home, maybe you got kids climbing on your head and you're trying to do your shit or, you know, um, trying to take care of business out of a normal routine. I see you. It's really difficult, but just keep your head up. Uh, today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about how we perform under pressure. And I want you to not just think about the pandemic situation. I want you to come back to this podcast because pressure happens in so many other ways. You know, there's so many things that, that hit us. So many things happen in our world. We have daily pressures. There are things that happen daily. And this pandemic and this opportunity, this crisis really shows you who people are and how people act. We've really getting to see how people are. And like money, it just, it amplifies who we are. When we're in crisis, how do we act? Do we freak the fuck out? Are we, are we in high anxiety and stress? Are we hiding? You know, we were just talking about the, the flight or fright response and it's like you, you run. Yes. You hide or you fight. And so this amygdala, this little thing inside of our brains, this is what gets, you know, reacted when we are in fear, when something like this happens to us. Now, whether fear from a pandemic, fear from stress, fear from a divorce, whatever kind of fear, caring what people think about you, this is what usually humans will do. And so I want you to start thinking about how are you acting right now in this current time? How are your friends acting? How are companies acting? How are, how is your government acting? You know, and it's not right or wrong. It's just something to notice because if you, if you see yourself acting under pressure in a way that you don't want to be acting, that's called awareness. And when you know what you're doing, you can start to change it. But many of us numb out at this time. And if we talk about, why can't I say that shit? The fight or flight. Okay. The fight or flight response and we talk about what people do. Some of my clients right now have been home and they literally have just been eating everything in their refrigerator. 
like eating, right? Uh, Hamish and I were saying recently that we noticed we were having a little bit more gin than usual last week. And we don't drink during the week. And so to have a drink during the week, we're like, shit, what the hell? Like, what is this? So what would that be considered? Would that be considered... It's a bit of hiding. Hide. That would be considered the hide, right? The, the freezing. Is that freezing? Yes. Mm. And so we numb out. And it's like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I don't want to be with this right now. So I'm going to subconsciously just eat my food and drink my drinks and sleep all day and numb this shit out. And I'm going to tell you what, I know that we are, that we are being told to self-isolate or, or we're in quarantine or whatever it is, but sleeping all day and eating all the food and drinking all the alcohol is not going to make the shit go away. If anything, it's fucking with your whole system. You're going to feel worse about it and you're not really addressing what's going on for you. And remember that all of, if you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to how to manage your mind, because everything we talk about here is about how you're choosing to think. And I know that you're like, I'm not choosing stressful thoughts, but I'm like, you are, you are choosing stressful thoughts. And depending on what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're doing, what you're not doing, depending on your actions, you're, you're going to be creating more of these thoughts. So if you are a 24 seven watching the news or 24 seven, you know, listening to your mother who's watching the news and living in fear, that is going to get stuck to you. It's going to rub off on you. Fear is, is very much something that we borrow. Sometimes we keep it for life from someone else. So I want you to start thinking about this because you have an opportunity in this crisis. You have an opportunity in what's going on in the world to choose something else and consider that it's not what's happening with the coronavirus or the pandemic or everybody's bought all the fucking toilet paper. Consider it's your thought about it. So coronavirus can't stress you out. That doesn't, it doesn't have the power to stress you out. Your thought about it, the thought in your head that says, oh my God, what if I get it? Oh my God, what if my business goes to shit? Oh my God, what if that is what's fucking stressing you out? Not the actual thing. And it's really fucking important that we understand the, the difference. Because when you know that it's not that, nothing changes. Hamish and I did a, a, an amazing webinar last week with our community, just with the whole world. We had about 150 people show up live. Shout out to you if you were on live. And the thoughts and things that people were saying and Hamish said this really good point babe that you brought up he was like you could what did you say you stress it doesn't change anything or something yeah like um it doesn't matter what you're thinking about it it doesn't change the situation yeah change yeah thinking about it changes doesn't change the situation or I think it was we were talking about how you know you're looking to all this media or maybe you're looking to a government or maybe you're looking to someone else to give you some sort of relief yes from this pandemic or from the situation we find ourselves in. We're, we're kind of searching for some news that maybe will take the pressure off or make us feel better for it. And we're not going to find that externally. We're not going to find peace in the media. We're not going to find peace from other people or our governments. That's not their role. Peace is something we have to cultivate for ourselves yes. and uh, uh, find for ourselves. So... You know, like the media is just doing their job. Their 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 job is to you know get your eyeballs and get your attention on on what they're putting out there. So fear is going to sell more than positivity. So yeah, we 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 tend to go into that feeling of numbness and just sort of I I, I found myself doing it. You know, yeah. looking at the numbers, these things going down. Looking at the reports, is there a cure yet? Looking at the reports, is this getting worse? Is this getting worse? And actually, all I was doing was consuming more and more data. So. Um, then I had to actually um, 
you know, unplug from that and center myself, mm. do some meditation, find some peace. And that's how I got back there. That's how I got back to feeling normal again and back to myself, but not looking out there. The other thing I wanted, uh, I thought about yesterday, which I wanted to add, yeah. we're all been talking about what's essential and non-essential services. And it dawned on me that maybe we should also consider what's essential and non-essential information we should be taking in. Oh, boom. Bam. Drop. Because obviously there is definitely essential, you know, and some of us are listening out for government announcements and the health world organization announcements about what we should be doing and how we can social distance ourselves and how to, you know, uh, lower the curve, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, they're bringing out things that we need to do together as a people, as a community. And I would think that that's essential information. And then there's a bunch of non-essential information. Mm -hmm. And I would say 90% of it is non-essential where it's constantly rehashing the same information. It's constantly painting a picture of doom and gloom. And it's asking like random people from five years ago. Absolutely. Excuse me, sir. You're a doctor. What do you think about all this? It's like, what the fuck Exactly. And the predictions about numbers and yes. their extrapolations about how bad this can be. And, and it's not to say that none of those things are possible, but we, we have a we have an opportunity to put our attention yeah. on the things that we want to put our attention on. And I know for sure, constantly putting our attention on all the bad news and all the worst case scenarios just drives us into more fears and drives yeah. us into more numbness. And so if 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 the you know statistics and probability are all even, you know we can. The, the, the good stuff can happen just as much as the bad stuff. And, and, and I'm making a choice to focus on what good can happen while yes. being aware of that, you know, things can be can be bad as well. I'm not trying to pretend that we're living in a rainbow-coloured, yeah. uh, you know, glasses here. But, um, I, yeah, it's, it's something to think about. Like, what's essential and what's non-essential for you, you know? Yeah. What's yeah. essential for you to get by and to keep, keep aware and to keep vigilant and to keep looking after yourself? And, and what's non-essential? What's driving you deeper into fear? What's driving you deeper into um, sadness and depression? And maybe make a choice to cut the non-essential and just stick with the essential for now. I love that. Until we know. Yeah. I love that. Some advice from Mr. Kramer. That's my husband, by the way, in case you don't know. Uh, head over to at manfulnessmen on Instagram and you can listen to the wisdoms that Mr. Kramer has to say. Um, I really love that because that's exactly, exactly what they've been telling us about where to go and what not to do. And it's like, we need to take that for the media. We need to take that for the, the, the stuff that we're consuming. And so many of our clients as well have been like, social media is the devil right now. And I just think when people say that, I'm like, what are you following? Like, who are you following and what are you watching? And if you need to unfollow people, please, you guys, go and do it. If you are watching stuff that is stressing you out on social media, on your timeline, on your feed, get that shit off your feed because right now you need to keep your mindset as clean as possible. So that is the hide. That is when the flight or fright response or hide. So we're numbing out. We're falling asleep. We're, we're, we're staying asleep. We're not wanting to get up. It's basically when you're in full-on depression and you don't want to deal with life. Now, I think right now, and hey, I'm going to get Hamish to do some tips after this as to what you can do when times like this happen, like what you should be doing and keep doing so that you feel better when you're under pressure or when you're under stress, because there are some things you obviously need to sleep. But if you're sleeping all day or drinking all day or eating shitty food, this is actually you're numbing out. You're trying not to feel the feelings that are going on and pretending that they're not there by eating food or drinking or sleeping and the shit's not going to go away. So we can't hide from that. 
The next one is what is it? Run or or fight? Yeah, fight or flight. Okay. So let's talk about fight. I've seen so many memes out there of like "fuck you, coronavirus," "fuck coronavirus," and just like the "fuck cancer." Listen, that is not useful for you to be like "fuck you, coronavirus," or "fuck you, body that got sick," or "fuck you, cancer," or "fuck you, anything," because it is not the thing that's happening that's fucking with us. It's your own immune system. It's your own body. If you are going to get this, it is it is due to the lack of immunity that you have. If you consider, it's not like it's. We watched something yesterday where a bunch of celebrities got the coronavirus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like it doesn't discriminate. Like it's not choosing people. It's you're gonna get it if your immune system is low. It's a virus, right? So it's really just thinking about. I think anybody will get it. Yeah, we can get it. We can all get it. You know, having a strong immune system to fight it is definitely what you want in your back pocket if you do get it. Yeah. So we're not saying that low immunity leads to coronavirus, but you know anyone can get it, and having a good immune system will definitely help you fight this and and i think the fighting is that in your immune system not fighting oh fuck this or you know this sucks or like getting pissed off and angry about this right here um and getting angry at your government and talking shit about what people are doing listen it's really difficult to do whatever decisions any government's doing and it's really easy for people to talk shit about that but i just when you're talking about fighting this, I want you to think about your immune system. That is what we could actually work with, and that's actually what we have control over. Yeah, for sure. But I also think what we're what we're talking about with the with the fighting side of it, when we say you know fuck coronavirus or whatever you may be saying, I think what we end up doing is saying it's an us and them kind of uh, yeah, a, a yeah, kind of a shit, yeah, yeah, like it's it's us versus the coronavirus, us versus cancer, and. I, I think when you get out of that kind of mentality and take a step back, then we you, you'll, you'll see that we all have had a responsibility or have had a hand in creating whatever this has done to us. So, you know, viruses come up about because maybe we haven't been living in accordance with nature. Maybe we haven't been, mm-hmm. our economies are not uh, looking after the planet or we haven't been looking after each other or yeah. maybe we haven't been taking our health uh, into consideration and uh, you know looking at the pollution that we got on this earth and looking at the way we we waste things and destroy things so I, I think when we say you know fuck whatever it is I think we're we're actually hiding our own responsibility inside of yeah. this this thing here so um, yeah like yeah. there's there's many reasons why things happen to us and I think we need to all sit down and have a good look at ourselves and go how have we been living or how have I been behaving or have yeah. we been acting as a society or as a people that that has allowed something like this to kind of flourish and while we're, while not everything is within our control there's definitely a lot of areas that we can start going oh, okay well we need to be different from here on in you yeah. know we yeah. maybe from here we'll start to go you know what my health is important and I'm not going to smoke and I'm not going to eat yes. rubbish food because I want to have a good immunity or you know what I'm not going to we're not going to destroy bunches of rainforests yeah. and and habitats where sometimes this virus is. Or maybe we're going to, you know, not use technology um, as much as we have because that's affecting us or it's affecting these ecosystems. Yeah, it just or... feels like people, we've had to level up the way that we are being. And like, it feels like this is a really, I think a lot of people have been saying that I didn't realize how much I, I love being around other people. I didn't realize yeah. how grateful I am because of other countries are really going through it bad versus 
someone living in a first world country may not be. So I feel like, and we talked about this yesterday, babe, like this is really going to be a time that people remember how much we took for granted. Absolutely. And we were, oh shit, like this is the shit I talk about in my podcast about like don't wait for a near death experience to go for the life you want. Yeah. A lot of people right now are questioning, do I want to work where I work? Do I want to be married to this fucking person that now I'm stuck in the house with? Quarantined, right? Do I want to live in this part of the world? Fuck, I haven't done the dreams I wanted to do. What if I died tomorrow? Like, yeah, yeah. this is a great time for us to start looking at how we've been living and deciding. Like, life is precious and short and we should go for what we want. And we should do it as soon as we can. And so I think it's really been a great time for people to see, to step into gratitude, to step into what we do have. Like, fuck. It is, it is just remarkable what something like this can do. And this is like silver lining. There's always something good in the bad. Like so always boys. something good comes out of the bad. Um, okay, what's that next one? The, the run. Do you want to explain what that would be in this case scenario? Um, How would we explain run? Yeah, running, would, running would be the same uh, or similar. Is that self-isolate? You know? <laughs> I think it's just, it'd just be like trying to get away or trying to keep, yeah. trying to keep moving in, 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 in the opposite direction. Um, yeah, you know, maybe Innovate. maybe some of it could be uh, running could be seen as people not listening to the advice about staying at home a little bit and trying to go out there and hang Rebel. out with people yeah. and yeah. and and socialize and it's kind of a, a running away from the problem or a, you know yes, like acting you know, like it's not real. Yeah, it, it could be. You know, that yeah. could be that could be a response like running away from it all or um, or wanting to run away from it all. Um, yeah, but not believing that it's kind of. It's really going on. So, yeah, running running could be something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. It could be running could also be kind of distracting yourself with other things, mm. um, and and not really being uh, present with with what's really going on yeah. with us. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to be frantic and and, and, and I guess if, I guess if it, that's where even the worry can come from, it's just like okay, we got to do something, and you know, we're, we're running around. Yeah, maybe buying toilet paper or running around trying to hoard all the stuff that we need for ourselves yes. and running around and um, yeah in, in that kind of like frantic last yeah, minute like ap- panic- apocalypse shit yeah not, not really thinking about whether the steps we're taking make any sense at all we're just we're just running yes, yes. Or, or, or following what everybody else is doing and I think too and I want you to explain like why this is not a useful place to be all the time. And our friend, Dr. Joe Dispenza is like, we're in this state 70% of the time already, which is like a high stress state. Basically the amygdala get goes off when you're in high stress. And he says like 70% of the time humans are in high stress. This is pre fucking pandemic people. I can't even imagine right now. I, I can't even imagine maybe 98% of the fucking the time we are in high stress. So what is this doing to people, babe? Like, being in uh, the fight or flight, what is this doing to our bodies? What is this doing for our, well, everything? I think everyone needs to understand why we have a fight and flight response, and that's usually the number one reason is is, is for our survival. It, it, it's really there to protect us from things that are in our external environment. So you know, it's the, it's the thing that when you go and touch a hot flame, it, the, the natural reaction is to pull your hand away, or you know, if there's a natural disaster which is going on, you know, it'll, it'll get you to run. So the, these are really uh, useful mechanisms to help us uh you know protect ourselves as best that we can i think the problem is with these systems are we're living in a very different time and a different society to what we've you know have in the past 
And so a lot of these responses are happening automatically on the inside, but we're not actually um, running. <laughs> we're not yeah. actually running and we're not actually fighting. And so it's kind of like Joe Dispenza says, like stepping on the brake and the pedal at the same time, which where our bodies are wanting us to go and run away physically from these things or wanting to physically fight. But we're actually not doing it. And so if you look at it from an energy perspective, your body is pumping its heart. It's rising cortisol. It's rising your adrenal gland. It's sweating your palm. It's preparing you for getting away. And then we're sitting really, really still. So it's a very stressful state to be in. And, you know, I'm in health and fitness. So often we used to always be, you know, interested in this type of uh, response to the body because even from a fitness perspective – some of the some of the most sought after exercises are running and fighting if you think about it yeah. so you know people love to box or fight or you know lift weights and then running is one of those other exercises that people kind of love to love to do and we're in a situation now where we're kind of not able to express this energy yeah. you know and so maybe we're you know because we're in that state we're we're, we're sort of pushing towards hiding or numbing ourselves because mm. We're trying to find some peace in this because we can't actually run or move or fight. Yeah. And we're pushing ourselves deeper and deeper into kind of a, you know, into a bit of a lost state or a bit of a hiding or freezing state. Yeah. So it, it's quite uh, it's it's quite a lot for the body to, uh, to be taking in. It's quite a lot for our minds to be taking in. And unfortunately, being in this state puts us further and further into fear and further and further into stress. And so... We're, we're, we're sort of spiraling downwards at the moment. Um, and it's often why people seem on the surface to be doing all right and then all of a sudden kind of snap. Yeah. It's because the whole system becomes too overwhelmed and we have a panic attack or, you know, so, something kind of disrupts our whole, our whole biology. Yeah, well, we can't sustain that. Like, and that's the thing. It's that, I mean, 70% of the time is high enough, never mind right now with what's going on. And then what is that doing to your immunity, your whole body? I mean, it's taking everything that your body has quite literally internally to prepare for war and be all pumped up and be like, ah, and freaking out inside internally. Our bodies are using everything they have. Where's your immune system, you know? And how are you meant to, like, how are these cells meant to fight, like, build immunity and fight diseases and viruses that come your way? Your body's actually fucked and exhausted from the inside out. And that compromises your whole immune system even further. And you've got to realize, like, um, you know, if we really boil down to things that are really basic, everything in this universe takes energy, you know? So you need energy to keep your body going. You need energy to do the things that you need to do. Your body needs energy to fight off, like Erica said, fight off these pathogens and to help your body heal and to recover and to keep that immune system going. So if your body is constantly using that energy in the ways of stress, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of like what we call an energy leak because you're preparing for these uh, dangers that are in your environment, but then nothing's actually happening. And so we're just leaking energy here, making ourselves more and more susceptible to an attack, yeah. more yeah. and more susceptible to our body's, uh, you know, immune system being compromised. And, you know, so, so, so from even that perspective, and then so we're waking up tired, we're waking up exhausted, and then maybe we're not sleeping well. And, you know, then we wake up even worse, and then we're not eating well, and then we're not yeah. moving well. Cycle, and so, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, this, this really, and then, you know, who has energy to eat well? When you're stressed and tired, you know, we, we lean to convenience. We're not going to prepare a beautiful organic meal when we're exhausted. And we're not going to, the last thing we kind of want to do when we're tired is go for a run or, or do a workout, you know? Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people have, I've noticed, been getting angry with a lot of fitness places that have been doing online workouts because a lot of people are like, 
man, stop making me feel so bad. Like I, can't, I don't have time. I don't want to do it. I, I can't be bothered. Or, or they're, they're angry at seeing so many people getting fit and still staying healthy. You know, because yeah. for them, they just they're like, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I'm feeling exhausted. I'm feeling overwhelmed. The last thing I actually want to do is now work out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yes, it's like clear examples of how we're, um, you know, we're dealing with the current situation. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, Basically, what we want to say to you is when you're under pressure, shit goes on in your body, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. And I hope that this highlights and brings some awareness to you and you can start paying attention to what you're choosing to do in this environment. And this could be anything that's stressful. It doesn't have to just be this pandemic. There will be stressful things that happen in our lives. How do we choose to address it? Right. And um, what I want to say to you is maybe some some things that you could consider if you are a small business person, uh, you own a business. Something for me that we have found under pressure is we have innovated and we have had to innovate because right now, if you, if you don't decide to actually do something right now and you decide to hide and you have a business or a service that you provide, it could literally mean you closing the doors. It could literally mean that you're living in the fake reality of how life used to be pre-coronavirus pandemic and you didn't adjust to the now what's going on right now and you're not checking in with humanity and where people are and creating services or products to help people and meet them where they are right now which is what innovation is about you know a lot of businesses are saying pivot that's fucking been used that word so much in corporate and business right now but we really have to so so just like i just want to give you some but, thought but around to that, that. yeah to, to that point like if we if you just go back and listen to what we've been talking about when you're in fear and high stress and you're exhausted, the last thing your brain is going to want to do is innovate. Yeah. And that's why we're not innovating yeah. because because of the state we're finding yeah, ourselves yeah, in. So totally. Erica is exactly right. You know, businesses and, and, and entrepreneurs are revolving and changing and adjusting and find new ways to serve yeah, their clients. Right but the number one thing you have to do is how do you get yourself out of this stressful state? Because we were talking about the flight or flight response and we need to get our prefrontal cortex, which is really that problem solving part of our brain to turn back on again. And when we're in a fear state, that's the last time, that's the, that's the least productive time to meditate. Yeah. That's the least productive time to think of solutions. That's the least productive Exercise. time. Exactly. So your, your number one thing has to be how do I get myself out of this position as in, Unplug from the media, find some balance, eat good food. Maybe maybe you need to exercise and move, you know, if you can. 100%. Some of us might be in quarantine and can't get out, but they, there is something you can do to get that heart rate up, change that physiology, and then, you know, relax yourself, really give yourself a break from social media or the phone, really start consuming some positive stuff, mm-hmm. and then you'll start to see your body starting to recover a little bit or starting that, that, that stress hormone starting to, to reduce then you're, then you're more likely to start going, okay, what's the solution from here? Once you start feeling better, yeah. you're going to want to start doing better. So yeah. really connecting with where you're feeling right now and how to slowly move yourself out of that hole yeah. so that you can be innovative and productive and start thinking of solutions and be of service. And I think if we all do that collectively, we're all going to get through to this, get through this together and be better on the other side of it as opposed to uh, everything being destructive and falling apart. 100%. So I want to give you, I want to ask Hamish to tell us what is something that he's noticed that he's had to do because we're going to finish, but what we want to, we want to give you a few things, a few tips that you could try to do in this time. If you have noticed that you are in one of the fearful responses and you are just, 
you're just really struggling right now and you don't know how to move and have a better result in your life because you can still have a great life. You can still, you know, live the life of your dreams through this hard scenario. Um, I, we are loving our life right now. We have never felt more energized and more excited to do what we do. And so it's not all doom and gloom. We're going to get through this. But in order for us to get through this, like Hamish said, we have to really protect ourselves. We have to make sure that we're in good spirit and make sure that our immune system is high and we're not living in stress. So we're going to just tell you some of the things that we're doing. So um, for me, I, I've said to Hamish, I really, I, I love to be of service. And so my brain is like a problem solving fucking machine. And I literally can't sleep at night if I don't write all the notes down and the ideas that I have as to what I want to do. What I've also noticed is that I'm finally getting tired. And Hamish is like, what the fuck? Because I don't get tired. And we've been filming things, doing mini courses. I've been showing up online. Like I've been going hard to support and be of service. And I'm not even getting this financial kickback of this. I'm literally just doing this because I want to fucking help humanity. But what I need to realize is if I go too hard, I'm going to fuck myself over. I'm not going to be rested and exhausted. And like I'm going to be exhausted basically. So martyrdom, giving everything I have to to others and not giving to myself so i've said to hamish next week because we don't know if we're going to be in lockdown at the moment australia is not in lockdown i've said next week i'm i'm gonna have just days off and do nothing you know as literally just sit at, at home and not try to create anything because i know i need to rest also exercise i've been hamish is going to tell you what he's doing but re- really finding that if i don't get out in nature I'm in my fucking head trying to do more things. And so getting out, we live at the beach, you know, getting out of nature and going for walks. That's really, really, really helped me. And choosing to listen to really great podcasts right now would be my, my tipperinos for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I'm always about when I'm stressed or analysis paralysis, which is, which is what we're all trying to do at the moment. Like our, we're in our, our brains and we're trying to, fo- you know, look at our, you know, focus our attention on, how to get ourselves out of this problem sometimes from a from a stress perspective and so usually my go-to is is physiology like how can I change up my physiology because once I get out of my head and into my body um it really balances me out so you know if mm. if you can try and do some yoga at home try and do some breath work if you're not sure look at the Wim Hof method um just do some push-ups anything which can just change your physi- physiology really quickly I think will kind of snap you out of that sort of analysis paralysis type state mm-hmm. i think that's really important um yes or i also agree with the nature part of it um, i i love being out in nature and i know for some of us it's a bit difficult right now but even just taking your your eye gaze away from tv and away from the phone and looking at a horizon if you can because mm-hmm. it actually allows your the muscles in your face to relax and to open up and to look at a wider view and it's quite a good analogy is because we're the the idea of like taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture or a wider view or looking at the horizon allows actually our brain to go into that problem solving mode or it actually allows us to kind of take a step back and mm. to yeah. you know to try to look at things with a bit with a different perspective mm. um, can really help us in these kind of times so give yourself these moments where you're detaching and you're you know, you're allowing yourself to be in nature or to maybe just go out there. Like we went out there and put our hands just on the ground and just kind of felt the I earth. Think some people can't do that though. Some of them are in quarantine. That's what I'm, but they might have a backyard or they might have some yeah, area that they can, they can go. If the you front, can't, you the can't. The front yard, the, the patio. Some, something, <laughs> you know. Or well, if you can't, just, just in your home, just put your hands on the ground and just kind of 
feel the uh, the earth through it if you can. I think they're just they're little things that I do just just kind of yeah. get myself back into grounded. grounded. I, I also love incense because I'm I'm big on the senses. So anything that smells good or looks good or feels good or that just brings myself back. So we use Palo Santo or sage or yeah. these little incenses. Again, you're just trying to bring your other senses back alive and not to be so much in your head. Mm. I think that really can change, uh, you know, how we're feeling you know, pretty, pretty rapidly so that we can kind of handle the situation again. Yes. Yes. All right, you guys, that is it from us today. I hope that this helps you under pressure, some tips, some things to think about and to choose where you are at. We love you so, so much. Stay safe, stay kind, wash your hands, look after yourselves, and we will see you soon. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider online training, to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.